Welcome to our Love Ministries, where this is a Holy Spirit-led podcast. Good day to you. My name is Claire Carter, and I'm your host on this journey of becoming a disciple of Christ. The Holy Spirit has been leading us into getting our houses in order. So we're going to continue with that today. So let us first turn to the Father in prayer. So Father God, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being so wonderful. Thank you for being so mighty and powerful. Thank you for the changes that you have made in our lives. Thank you for allowing us to learn these lessons, gain knowledge, gain wisdom, so we can be more like you. Thank you, Jesus, for your love and for your blood. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We welcome you, Holy Spirit, on this podcast, into our vessels and homes into our minds and hearts, into our surroundings. We rebuke anything that would try to keep us from receiving your word on this day. So we thank you and we pour out our hearts to you as you pour into us. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for this opportunity. Bless the listeners, bless their families, bless their finances, bless their health. We thank you, Father. We thank you for all things because we know that they all come from you. All good things come from you. So thank you. We love you and praise you in your precious name, Jesus. Amen. So getting our homes, our houses in order. We spoke in our last lesson about what is a home? What is a house? It's a dwelling. It's a place where things reside. No, we're not a physical building, but our vessels are our homes. Our vessels are our house. Our families are our house, as well as the physical house. So we're waiting on judgment day we need to get and keep our houses in order our our houses are our bodies and our hearts and our minds our spirits and our families are we getting them in order and keeping them clean are we stepping up into our purpose are we living a life for christ we need to stop playing around and get our houses in order So today we're going to look in Ephesians chapter 4, verses 17 through 32, if we get that far today. We're looking at the New Living Translation, and it reads in verse 17, With the Lord's authority, I say this, live no longer as the Gentiles do, for they are hopelessly confused. Their minds are full of darkness. They wander far from the life God gives because they have closed their minds and hardened their hearts against him. They have no sense of shame. They live for lustful pleasure and eagerly practice every kind of impurity. So as we're learning in this scripture here, the meaning of Gentiles is a non-believer, someone who has separated themselves from God. They made a decision that they want to live the way of the world and do what they please on any account, going against the commandments of God and serving the devil. Remember, you can only serve one God. So verse 20, but that isn't what you learned about Christ. Since you have heard about Jesus and have learned the truth that comes from him, throw off your old sinful nature and your former way of life, which is corrupted by lust and deception. Instead, let the spirit renew your thoughts and attitudes, put on your new nature created to be like God, truly righteous and holy. So what the scripture is telling us here, we know about Jesus. We know or or we're learning about who Jesus is. We're learning about who he was here on this earth, how he spoke and how he loved and how 
he he treated people and how his character was. We learned that he's holy and righteous. And what we need to do is take our old sinful nature and rid of it. We've spoken about this before, about ridding of our sin, ridding of the flesh. And that's what we need to do is remove this old sinful nature. We should not be living the same way. Once we have given our life to Christ, once we have given our life to Christ, we need to get rid of these old ways. It can't just be lip service. Yes, Lord, I give my life to you. Yes, I believe that you rose, uh, that you died on the cross and you rose. Yes, you're confessing that with your mouth, but are you believing that in your heart? Are you doing it as a show? Or are you truly ridding yourself of who you used to be? The old Claire is not here any longer. This is a new Claire that's filled with love and joy and peace and patience and, and, and self-control. I don't want the things of this world anymore. I don't want to be how I used to be. I'm not proud of who I used to be. I can look at that and say, wow, I was there, but look where God has brought me to. Look how he has cleaned me up, how he renewed my thought. He renewed my attitude. He made me new. So we are to live like Jesus here on this earth. And first John chapter two, verse six says, those who say they live in God should live their lives as Jesus did. We have discussed what sin is. And if you're not sure, I encourage you to read Ephesians chapter 5, verses 17 through 21. That right there, it tells us the list of sins. Uh, Galatians 5, 16 through 21. So read Ephesians 5, chapter 5, verses 17 through 21. And Galatians chapter 5, verses 16 through 21. It gives us the list of sins. It, it tells us what if you're not sure, like, what is a sin? I don't know if I'm doing something wrong. If you're not sure, read in God's word and it tells you what sins are. It tells you what you need to remove out of your life. And then you need to repent. Repentance is asking Jesus for forgiveness and turning away from your wicked ways. That way you're not still walking in the ways. Oh yes, Jesus, I do this, 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 and this. Please forgive me, Lord. And then tomorrow you do the same thing. We need to clean up our house. Let's get our vessels clean. Take impurities out. Take anything that is not of God out. Have it removed from you. And how do we do that? We lay before God. We cry out before God. We ask Jesus for forgiveness and confess whatever the sin is. Say it out loud. Confess it to him. Yes, he knows it, but it, it removes it off of your heart. It removes it out of your heart once you have said it with your lips. Whatever it is, I have lied, I have prostituted, I have sold drugs, I have had an addiction, I have mistreated somebody, I have unforgiveness. Whatever it is, you speak it out and then you turn from it. I don't want to be like that anymore. Well, then how do I stay away from those things? Because I, I ask God, I ask Christ to renew my mind that I'm serious. And any time that my mind might waver, and start thinking about other stuff. I rebuke it in Jesus name. I'm not that person no more. I will not do those things. I refuse to do those things. Satan get behind me. So moving on to verse 25. So stop telling lies. Let us tell our neighbors the truth for we are all parts of the same body and don't sin by letting your anger control you. Don't let the sun go down while you are still angry for anger gives a foothold to the devil. 
So we're to wear the belt of truth. Remember the full armor of God, right? Always tell the truth. Satan is the father of liars. So if you are a liar, then Satan is your daddy. God cannot be. So think about it. Satan is like the fun parent that lets you get away with things and wants to be your friend, not taking your future into consideration. God is the one who disciplines and looks out for your safety and your future for good and not of evil. Just saying, let's keep that in mind. If we are upset with someone, we should be able to talk things out, resolve the situation in love. We know that not all people are receptive in this manner, yet we must turn to Jesus in prayer and ask for the Holy Spirit to guide us. There are a lot of people that hold on to anger or they lash out or whatever the situation might be. Maybe they throw things, break things when they get angry and you need to confront them and say, Hey, you know, we need to talk about this. And maybe you're the reasonable one, or maybe you're the one that throws things and uh, um, get, gets to get all heated and aggravated and agitated and you're difficult to speak with. But that's when we need to go to the father in prayer and look for guidance, ask for guidance through him because he will tell us when to approach the person, what to say, what to do. When we look to him, he is the one that can keep peace because Jesus is peace. So we have to look to him. So don't allow the sun to go down being angry with someone. We're, we're, we're to be able to talk things out. And like I said, just go to God Go to Jesus and say, Lord, how do I approach this situation? Don't try to do things on your own because you'll pick the wrong time, the wrong day, uh, the wrong thing to say, and it blows up the situation worse. So going to verse 28, it says, if you are a thief, quit stealing. Instead, use your hands for good hard work and then give generously to others in need. This verse is plainly said and self-explained. Stop stealing. Stop being a thief. Stop taking things that are not yours. Stop taking things that people, other people have worked hard for. And then you're taking it from them. Why don't you work hard? And you will appreciate the things more when you are the one that actually has worked hard for it. Verse 29, it says, don't use foul or abusive language. Let everything you say be good and helpful, helpful so that your words will be encouragement to others that hear them. So what this means is to be mindful of the things you say. Your words are like toothpaste in a tube. Once you squeeze toothpaste at a tube, you cannot put it back in. So once it's out of the tube, it's out. You can't take words back. You can't take things that you say back feelings or things that you haven't expressed emotions that you haven't expressed to someone you cannot take those back in proverbs verses uh excuse me chapter 18 verse 21 it says death and life are in the power of the tongue and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof so when we say that we hate somebody hate is a very strong word that means that we want them dead or we want to kill it that when you hate something you want to kill it so we shouldn't want that we should want to uplift people even when someone makes us so angry be mindful of the things that you say when you use abusive language when you use harsh and mean words you can't take those words back yes you can say you're sorry but those words have already come out your mouth yes you you can sit there and say oh i didn't really mean to say that and 
you weren't thinking when you were saying that thing. So all things were pouring out, pouring out. I wish I never had you. I hate you. You remind me of your father. Oh, I can't stand you. You're not smart. You're stupid. I wish you were never born. These things that if we think about, it's very hurtful. It's very painful when someone that you love comes and lashes out at you saying these things and and it doesn't even have to be somebody that you love it could be somebody cursing you out when you're driving down the street um they're in a rush and you're going the speed limit and they're honking the horn and flicking you off and cursing at you that hurts too then it rouses you up but we have to be the mindful ones to say you know what I'm going to speak in love. I'm going to speak in peace. I'm not going to have abusive language. I'm not going to curse people out. I'm not going to have a filthy mouth because also God's word tells us that blessings and cursings cannot come from the same mouth. One minute I'm cursing you out and the next minute to the next person I'll say, "Oh, bless you. Bless you, my sister. Bless you, my brother." But I just cursed out my child or I cursed out my sister or my brother or my husband or my uncle, whoever. And then I turn around and say, "Oh yes, God bless you. May the Lord bless you." No. Life and death are in the tongue. We need to be so mindful of what comes out of it. Verse 30. And do not bring sorrow to God's holy spirit by the way you live. Remember he has identified you as his own, guaranteeing that you will be saved on the day of redemption. So this means that we are not to make the Lord thy God's name in vain. We should not take it in vain. That That doesn't mean just not to say gosh dang it. It's so much further than that. No, you should not use God's name in that way. If you claim to be a child of God, then be a child of God. Do not be a hypocrite. Jesus paid the price on the cross for our sins. We are redeemed. We are bought back. We are regained possession from sin by sacrifice through Christ Jesus. So on that day of judgment, we need to stand at the judgment seat of Christ instead of the great white throne. So if I say I'm a child of God, I need to act like a child of God. I need to carry myself like a child of God. No, not only one day a week, not only when you fellowship together with the brothers and sisters. This is a 24/7. This is the way I am at home. This is the way I am with my family. This is the way I am with strangers. This is the way I am when you walk into me at the store, when you see me at work. This is who I am. a child of the most high god i'm a child of the most high god and i need to carry myself as that all times so verse 31 get rid of all bitterness rage anger harsh words and slander as well as all types of evil behavior instead be kind to each other tender hearted forgiving one another just as god through christ has forgiven you So when we live in this way, when we get rid of all bitterness, when we get rid of rage, get rid of anger, harsh words and slander. Okay, what is all that? Bitterness is something that you have held inside of you. You have a bitterness towards someone or towards something. And anytime you hear the their name or you hear that word of something, it rouses you up and you get upset about it or angry. Or all you can talk about is what this person did to me and what that person did to me. You can't move forward. That's a bitterness. Well, I do this now because my mom has treated me when I was a kid. Okay, you're 43 years old. Your mom has treated you when you were a kid. That cannot still be the excuse for today. Sorry, it does not work. 
So what we have to do is remove that bitterness from us. We have to forgive the people. Any rage, anger, harsh words, slander. Slander is when you are putting someone down, when you are speaking bad about their name, when you're speaking bad about their life. Oh, well, Sally Sue over there. Yep, she's not about anything. Uh-uh. No, no, you don't want to give her a job because uh, she she's not going to show up. You don't want to give you don't want to give her five dollars. Don't let her borrow five dollars because you'll never get it back. Slander, speaking bad about someone, and evil behavior. So God's word tell, tells us to be kind to each other, tender-hearted, and forgiving one another, because God has forgiven us. And if we do not forgive others, in God's word it tells us that if we do not forgive others, God will not forgive us. That's something to work on. Forgiving someone else is not just for the other person, but it's for our relationship, our relationship with God. So when we live in this way, following the commandments of God, we live a life of peace, knowing that our conscience is clear, that our hearts are pure and our love is true. We have been given an an expected end. A future of living in eternity for forgiven from all of our sins so we can dwell in the new heaven with our Lord and Savior so when we're doing these things when we're when we're living right in the sight of God when we're living acceptable we live in peace we're able to sleep at night because our minds are clear we haven't done anyone wrong we have forgiven we're not angry we're filled with love and joy And when we do these things, when we fill our lives with love and joy and be tenderhearted and forgiving one another and be kind to each other, that is your way to get into heaven because that's what God wants. That's what Jesus wants to live with. He doesn't want to live with angry, harsh people, unforgiving people. So when we go through things in this world, because we, we are right? Because we reside here. We live here. We are going to deal with the things of this world. God tells us in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 11, dear friends, I warn you as temporary residents and foreigners to keep away from worldly desires that wage war against your very souls. So guess what, people of God? We are temporary residents. We don't live here on this earth forever. So be mindful of the things that you do and say. We all have to answer to Jesus. We all do. So I encourage you, people of God, do not take the scriptures. Do not take the words of God lightly. Do not take these lessons, these these podcast episodes lightly. This is all training and preparation before the day of judgment comes. We have been warned. Make sure that we do a self-evaluation daily, self-examination daily. Look in the mirror and say to yourself, do I see myself as God sees me? Am I thinking, speaking, talking, loving like Jesus? Am I praying, reading scriptures, gaining knowledge of who God is? Am I repenting each day, cleaning out the things that are not of God? So I encourage you to do that daily. Look in the mirror. Look at yourself. Look beyond the surface. Do I see myself as God sees me? Look beyond. Am am I thinking? Not, Not just what people see of me, but am I speaking and talking? Am I loving like Jesus? 
Then also, do am I praying? Am I reading my scriptures? Am I gaining knowledge of who God is? Or am I just skimming through the pages of the Bible? Am I just floating through the words in the Bible? Or am I reading? Am I gaining the knowledge? Am I repenting each day? Am I cleaning out the things that are not of God? And it needs to be every single day because there are 24 hours in a day. That's a long time. And when we go through our day, we're going to come up against things. A flat tire, something going on at our job, something going on with the family member, something going on within our bodies, um, something going on with the client or a patient. Um, there are going to be things we are going to face, financial distress, a loss of a loved one. Things are going to happen because we are temporary residents here. We are going to live in this world, but we do not have to live of it. So at the end of my day, before I lay my head to rest, I ask God for forgiveness. I ask him to clean me up and out. Lord, if there's anything in me or the things that I know, Lord, I said a lie today. Or Lord, that client was really getting on my nerves. That patient really had me fuming. Or Lord, why is this person mistreating me? I show nothing but love and kindness. I'm being tenderhearted, but they keep being mean to me. So Lord, I pray for their soul. Lord, clean me up and out the things that are not of you. I don't want to have those angry thoughts against that person anymore. Lord, I need you. I want to turn from my wicked ways for anything that I have done on this day. So it's a daily thing. Yes, the Lord gives us fresh new mercies every morning, but we shouldn't take advantage of that. We should be mindful we should be mindful and repent every night before we go to sleep that way we can sleep with a clear mind and a clear heart and start the next day being mindful well i messed up on that yesterday i'm not gonna do that again today lord keep my mind and heart set on you i welcome you holy spirit lead and guide me so father god thank you for allowing us to look to you in every and all things thank you for your continued gaining of knowledge Thank you, Father God, for teaching us that we need to examine ourselves, teaching us that we should not speak certain ways and we should not do certain things because it's not pleasing to you. So thank you for making us aware of this, Lord, because we want to strive to live the best life we can here on this earth to be the best that we can be through you, Christ Jesus, that you mold us, that you make us, that you clean us up. We thank you for this opportunity on this day. We love you, Lord. Stay with us. Be with us. Father God, bless the listeners. Allow them to see you in a new way each day. To feel your presence. Lord, thank you. Thank you for sharing you with us. In your precious mighty name, Jesus. Amen. So thank you so much for joining us here. Just so excited about all that God has brought us through this year and just looking forward to building our relationship stronger with him into this new year coming. So thank you so much for joining us. Remember, you can find us on the World Wide Web at yourloveministries.us. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram, and we have a YouTube channel as well. You want to look for You Are Love Ministries, all spelled out with the heart, with the cross through it. Thank you so much for joining us. Until next time, you are loved.